0: Hello everyone, I'm Adam Parry, editor and co-founder at Vent Industry News, and welcome to a very special edition of our podcast, um, and if you are watching or listening in today. As you already know, COVID-19 has had a massive effect on our industry. Less than a week ago, a petition was created to ask the government for help. This was the brainchild of Matt Rakowski, who I have here with me today of DB Pixel House. Um, He's here to tell us a little bit more about exactly why he started the petition, where that petition is up to now, and actually why over a hundred thousand event profs are actually calling for. Um, Matt, can you just give us a a brief overview of the petition and why you launched it? Yeah, certainly. Um, so, obviously, as the majority of people
1: watching this uh, are aware, the events industry has taken a massive hit because of the, the COVID-19 crisis. Um, and it's, it's something really that's had an impact on, on our business at, at DB since, since the back end of January and certainly throughout February. And, 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 and the, and the future is looking quite, quite bleak, really. Um, so, it kind of came to me one evening really that what can I do together? Because um, I think that this, this is obviously it's a global crisis and it doesn't just affect our industry. But if we come together with one voice and, and and represent our argument to to government and to parliament, then then hopefully we we can achieve something. So the idea for the petition came about because of that. Um, launched it on Thursday evening. Noticed it got a very big following straight away, um, and then we went through the hundred thousand mark last night, which is which is fantastic, really, um, and. I think it's currently on about 113,000, so it's, it's, it's still growing, which is good.
0: That's brilliant. And, and mm-hmm. I think I'd want to go into a little bit more detail on some of those points. I've, I've got a bunch of questions for you, which uh, um, I hope we can get through quite quickly, because I'm sure people are eager to, to hear about them. Obviously, the main focus of the petition is to offer financial support um, to our sector, uh, to businesses and to individuals within it. I suppose my first question to you is is if the government does offer this financial support, do you think this would effectively be a a loan to business owners that we would need to pay back or would it be, I suppose, some kind of bailout that we've seen in in financial sectors and other industries in the past?
1: Well, I think, any, uh, to be honest, any help right now for the events sector is, uh, is is greatly appreciated. The primary concern of everybody at this point in time should be looking after their own health and well-being and that of their families. The fact that we're having to be very nervous and, and, quite frankly, scared and frightened of our financial health as much as our actual um, physical and mental health is, uh, is is a huge concern. So. I believe that the government needs to do something to help lighten the load that at the moment we're carrying very, very heavily on our shoulders. Uh, that could be in the terms of, of a bailout, as in in terms of grants. Um, however, it's arguable how sustainable that is, depending how long the crisis continues. For um, another option, which I've I've canvassed various people in the industry, would be effectively interest-free loans. So whether that's uh, an injection of cash that is paid back over a period of, uh, of twelve months or five years or however long, I think really we're in a situation where we're dealing with sort of hypothetical examples because we've never encountered. Um, uh, a crisis like this before because we don't we don't know how long it's going to last we don't know what the impact will be and it's not something that affects an individual business or even an individual country it, it, it's a global crisis and obviously the the UK event sector is is a, a valuable member of UK PLC both at home and abroad flying the flag for British businesses and we, we really need the government to step in and help us out at this which is you know
0: our absolutely our hour of need I would absolutely agree um, and I, I suppose that brings me on to my my next question you know um, how much of the industry feels this is a is a, is a key point that parliament needs to discuss we've we've already said that we've seen over a hundred thousand signatures already signed that petition, and I think you estimate don't you that it's probably over half a million uh, people that are, are directly work within the industry, whether that be a supplier organizer contractor et cetera what, what's your thoughts on on how much Traction the petitions already already gained. Do you, do you see it as a good sign? Um, would you have expected more? What, what what's your thoughts?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's fantastic, really, you know, thank you if, if you're watching this and, you, and you've and you have signed and you have shared it. Thank you ever so much for the support I mean, I think that realistically if you work in the events industry You are taking a hit one way or another I can't imagine of any events business right now that is that is thriving in this situation so With that in light, it's unlikely that somebody who works in the events industry sees the petition and goes, no, I'm not going to sign that. Of course, people are going to sign it. I'm touched and I'm pleased, really, that it's gained so much traction so, so quickly. Um, But ultimately, I'm I'm probably not that surprised because online research estimates that around about 500,000 people are employed directly within the events industry. That figure... um, could would be different depending which source that you get it from because people classify events as different things um you know whether you're looking at concerts trade shows and exhibitions corporate brand activations even theater weddings nightclub events etc technically they're all events um and we don't really know whether that includes um freelance staff as well but because the data doesn't sort of break it down into that but whichever way you look at it if, if you're talking about a figure of half a million people that's an awful lot of people who are very, very worried right now and that and, and their jobs and their livelihoods really are at stake.
0: Yeah, I've, I've personally seen it on, on DJs that I follow that play or were going to be playing through the summer um, in Ibiza and other locations. So I think it's already gained traction in areas that I, I, I personally didn't think it would, and that's great to see. And I suppose now is a really good time to say that if, if, you, have signed the, if you haven't signed the petition, sorry, um, or you know somebody that works in the events industry and you're listening to this podcast or watching it online, I would encourage you to share it as well. The, the more exposure mm. that this petition gets, um, the more emphasis is there on on Parliament and government to, to discuss it. Um, I like if I could just pick up on something very quickly there as well.
1: I am... Mean, Pleased, impressed, you know, by by the uh, by, by the numbers that have signed the petition. But I'm also, you know, very touched and uh, and humbled actually by the amount of personal emails and social media messages that I've got from people. You know, whether they are a direct competitor uh, of ours, whether they're a colleague that I've formerly worked with whether it's somebody who's got a business that I wouldn't really have, uh, have thought of. You know, I had a message from a pyrotechnic uh, company. I had a message from uh, a lady that runs a troupe of dancers that works in nightclubs and places like Ibiza, et cetera. You know, th- these are all affected by, their, by the current situation. Um, and in terms of the petition, I think that even if you have signed it and you have shared it, I think collectively we, we still need to get more... Momentum behind it. The momentum we've got is great. It gives us a mandate to to start lobbying and petitioning government seriously to to to, uh, to put this agenda uh, on the table. But I, I think we could, we need to move to the next step as well to try and get some exposure in the national press. I, I was reading this morning about how the airlines are already asking for for a bailout due to a corona coronavirus crisis. Now they've only really been taking a hit for probably a week or so, effectively into in 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 a large number. Previously, I've already said that we've been bearing the brunt of this for, you know, a good five to six weeks, if not slightly longer.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I've seen those headlines myself. And just touching on some points that you said there about how you've seen it being shared in, in other locations around the world or, or other people. Obviously, this, is a, this petition is for UK government, right? Do you, do you see other governments following suit? Have you seen anything else already that, that other governments have announced in a, in a similar capacity?
1: Well, I can't remember the exact numbers, but I, I think it's around 12 billion euros that, that Denmark has, um, has put forward to assist business during this time. Um, I have read that the, the French finance minister has said that they're willing to inject tens of billions of euros to ensure that businesses don't bear the financial burden of the current crisis. And, you know, that, that's essential because nobody, nobody saw this coming. Businesses don't forecast for losing, um, you know, potentially three to, to six months work. Um, and kind of one of the, the, the double sort of whammy, if, if you like, is that this has hit us during our busy period. So February and, and, and March is, is typically a very busy period for us and, and for a lot of other people within the events industry. And, and the, the cash that's served during that period of time would often stretch over, over a much longer period in terms of covering the wage bill, repaying any loans or paying suppliers, etc. Um, so we, we're in desperate need here for, for help and support.
0: I'd agree. And I think, you know, we are in the year of Glastonbury and Farnborough International um, and and a number of other major events that don't necessarily always happen every single year, year in, year out. Um, Bring a huge amount of money into the sector, but also a huge amount of money into the economy, right, from tourism and travel and and, and business. just to, just to touch on that in terms of the economic value in it, um, and putting that into perspective, what sort of contribution have, have you looked at? I've got some stats on EIN. Have you, have you had a look at anything? What does, the, what does it mean to the UK industry? Well,
1: the, the, the data that I used uh, for the petition, which is, which is in the text on the government's website, is 14 billion a year, which is what the events industry contributes to the UK economy. You can do various research around various different websites and that it goes anything up to 70 billion um, or, or slightly lower than the 14 billion. So I, the angle that I've taken is that our industry is worth at least 14 billion, which it means we're not a cottage industry. You know, it, it's a vital part of UK PLC. There are over twenty-five thousand UK businesses that support uh, and supply events, not just in the UK but around the world. Um, and as we already touched on, the, the half million, half million staff, approximately,
0: at least I guess. Yeah, we are an extremely important thread of facilitation within probably most the the 14 billion that we're looking at there
1: as you just mentioned people coming into the country whether they're going to Glastonbury whether they're going to see a theatre show in the West End or whether they're exhibiting at a trade show at Excel
0: or the NEC that that doesn't include the revenue that they're bringing into the UK absolutely and obviously the petition that's that's not the be all and end all right this is just essentially the start Mm. and I know you you've um, sent me the letter that you've Written this morning, could you just explain a little bit more about the letter? Has anyone replied? What information was in the letter, etc. To give the listeners and viewers a, a bit more of a clearer picture? Yeah, of course. So the petition really, um, whilst it's fantastic to get to hundred thousand signatures,
1: it really is as an arbitrary number. It doesn't actually achieve anything in itself, apart from giving us a mandate. Now, once we now we've got. Uh, th- that level of support this gives us the momentum and the mandate to move forward and to put real pressure on the government so this morning i started that by writing letters to my own local mp uh, to the chancellor of the exchequer to the prime minister and the secretaries for business i think media and culture international trade and the department for work department for work and pensions as well as their shadow cabinet counterparts um, those letters were already sent off this morning, uh, so unfortunately I've not had any replies so far. But later on today and tomorrow morning, I'm going to be following all of those up with a telephone call. And the content of those letters really was just to, just to outline my suggestions um, for how I think that the, that the economic support should come from the government. Because it's one thing to simply ask, hey look, you know, we need help. But what I'm doing now is I'm bringing to the table various different options.
0: Absolutely. I suppose we've, we've touched on this ever so slightly and, and my next question actually comes over to those freelancers that this industry relies heavily upon in order to, to facilitate work, you know, the flexible working hours, the flexible working patterns. Um, us ourselves, on our events, we, we use a number of freelancers that we pull in and their expertise at, at that time. And as far as I know at the moment, they currently aren't entitled to statutory sick pay, and from memory that's only around about hundred pounds which is not a, lift, a lot right in in a, in a in a in the grand scheme of things hundred pound a week do you think they will be covered or do you think we can include them in something like this petition to get to get aid themselves even though they're self-employed uh yeah i do i
1: do um that's what that, one of my suggestions that i put to the government is to um is to treat self-employed people i mean I'm not self-employed right now so I'm probably not the best person to represent the freelancers or the self-employed but I have been and when I was self-employed I was classed as a sole trader which technically makes me a business so if we're asking governments to support businesses through this period of time then that should also extend to sole traders too so they would be eligible for any grants or or, or loans to to help them through this period.
0: Yeah I think it's really important because some of those um, in fact, a lot of those um, freelancers, the, the skill set, the knowledge uh, the expertise that they have themselves isn't actually available by just knocking on a, another company's door and, and, and buying that service saying it's it's not a product. It's, it's years of experience and knowledge, like I've said, and those are key people within our industry that help support our business and our events um, happen. So personally, I think it would be extremely important to get them to get them covered off on that. Um, yeah, it is, and if I could just jump in there, actually, very quickly. I mean, we talk about SSP, um, statutory sick pay, but
1: for me, the issue isn't only if somebody's off sick, because catching the coronavirus is still relatively unlikely. What we're dealing with at the moment is 100% certainty that we're losing work. We might have a 20%, 30%, 40% chance of catching the virus, um, which, you know, let's hope that we don't. But at the moment, we said we, we have 100% likelihood of having cancelled work so whilst statutory sick pay solves the problem potentially if we're ill what it doesn't do is it doesn't subsidize for lost income which is where the suggestion for for the government support in terms of interest free loans or or
0: a grant bailout if you like would obviously help yeah no very good point matt and I, i agree with that as well what else can the government do? Um, I think there's been suggestions from other people about payment holidays, individuals, event businesses. I've even heard mutterings of potential um, government offering, you know, individuals payment holidays on on um, mortgage payments and stuff. And in fact, I've had an email from, from Halifax myself this morning offering some advice and some help around those things. Do you think there's anything else that government can do to, to alleviate it to, to spread the weight of this at the moment for, for our sector? I think that there's a lot that the government can
1: do, really. Um, it has been discussed for banks and landlords to provide payment holidays to people struggling to make those payments if they're affected by the coronavirus crisis, and I think that the government needs to put that pressure on those, uh, on those banks to do that. It wasn't that long ago if people could remember that the banks were going cap in hand to the government asking for them to, uh, for them to be bailed out. So it might be quite uh, nice. If, if they
0: were helping us at the point in time yeah absolutely um we never forget do it um matt there's obviously a lot of people that have already signed the petition for those that have signed the petition or for those that haven't what else can we do to help support you with your discussions or your move on on parliament right now Okay, so if you look at my social media feed, I've actually put a copy of the letter, one uh,
1: well, of one of the letters that I sent to my local MP, uh, which does have the full list of recommendations and suggestions what, uh, what we're asking for collectively. Um, and really, I think that The biggest thing that people could do right now is that well there's several things they can continue to share the petition obviously i'm I'm guessing most people that, that are probably watching this have already signed it if you haven't please do but please share it in as many places as you possibly can and don't be afraid to share it multiple times we don't really want to be spamming people but you know every every couple of days if it gets a few extra signatures to that number the higher the number gets the more mandate that gives us to push forward to government and just write to your local MP. And to whichever government ministers um, are appropriate, really, that 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 that's that's kind of where we are right now. Um, we may change tact, move, move in a in a slightly different way um, over the coming days, really, because the time for action is now. You know, we can't wait until next week or next month because. It's, it's not being, you know, particularly dramatic to say that people's jobs and livelihoods are on the line now. We need action. Ideally, I'd like to see action taken this week, and I'm, I'm not going to really rest or give up until somebody's
0: listened to my arguments and taken affirmative action from a, from a government perspective. That's great to hear, mate. We've covered a lot here, and I'm sure there'll be more of these that we can do together as, as things progress. Before we wrap up, is there is there anything else that comes to mind that you'd like to mention, or take this opportunity to mention? If there's not, don't worry. But if there is, feel free to feel free to speak now. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, once again, just thank you to everybody that supported the cause. I mean, I think it's it, it's obviously it's uh, it's a cause that affects all of us. Um, I may have started it, but I'm not the main person, I guess, behind this because we're all we're all doing this collectively, um, and we we just we we can't afford to let up. You know, I really think that. It's, it's that serious. We, we can't afford just to be pushed into a corner on this. There will be many businesses uh, or many industries over, over the coming weeks and months that are turning to the government for, for help. We need to make sure that we're represented. Are we more important than the retail industry or the airline industry? No, probably not, but they're no more important than us either because at the end of the day, businesses all exist really to give people jobs, to, to earn salaries, to, to, to live their lives. And if we haven't got an industry, we haven't got jobs and we haven't got salaries then well I suppose ultimately we become a burden on the state so the state can the state can jump in now and help us out and and prevent that
0: from happening really absolutely absolutely everybody that's listening in or watching please if you haven't signed the petition please do if you haven't shared it with your network or your business or even your friends and family please do like Matt says the more signatures that we get on this petition the more impetus there is on the government to discuss it Um, Matt thank you very much for joining me today I know it was short notice we will leave links uh, below to Matt's socials to other posts to the petition and other resources for for listeners and viewers here today Um, again like share and comment let's spread the news about this petition let's get government to discuss this in parliament thank you very much thank you